The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. And welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. I'm Chris Mack. She's Kate Constable. We've got you covered today, right up until noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. BetQL Daily, every weekday, 6 to 9 Pacific, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern. Live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network, wherever you may be in the world on your Odyssey app. And, of course, you know you can watch the show. That's what Twitch is for, twitch.tv slash BetQL, or go to YouTube and search Odyssey Sports. We are there every day for you, even on a day where there's not a lot on the board. I introduced Kate into a concept I came up with a few months ago called Degeneration Bets. That about 90 minutes from now. And yes, it may involve professional lacrosse. That's just a warning for those of you. Hey, I've got um, some other good ones there. Some sports that I don't even yes, know were sports yes. prior to looking into all of this, Chris. So that's going to be a fun I one. love it. Uh, GTFO or Oh Yeah, where Paul will throw things at us and we'll tell him whether they make sense or not. That coming up one hour from now. Kenny Ducey at the top of the hour, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific from the Action Network to talk all-star game bets. We go off the board with some crazy news out of Chicago in 20 minutes as well and some more fun stuff coming from Kansas City and Alabama. But back to that all-star game, Kate. The only thing on the board tonight, we've got the lineups. We've got the starting pitchers, and we've got the basics like sides and totals to talk about. The National League riding a nine-game losing streak. Can they snap it? Uh, Of the last six All-Star games, only one has gone over this year's posted total of seven runs. That was 2018. AL won eight to six in ten innings, though. Two of those games in the last six would have pushed. They were right at seven runs. The other three, under. We've got quality starting pitching, Garrett Cole, Zach Gallen. I heard Chelsea Messenger uh, mention on the daily tip, you know, you're only getting to see each pitcher once. You get a fresh matchup basically every time through the lineup, even if you're a a starter that stays in the game for two, maybe even three plate appearances. You're seeing something different every time. So as we scan the lineups and we look at the pitching – I have a hard time not leaning in on this under. It is a tiny number, seven runs, you would think for an all-star game. We get used to all-star games, I think, 
being the showcase events, right? Like, oh, the, mm-hmm. what the Pro Bowl used to be where nobody would want to tackle and it would end up 52-48. Uh, the NBA All-Star Game where both teams nearly break 200 every single year. This is where the, the pitching shows up, I think, and gives, gives the under players the advantage tonight. Yeah, I listened to that same segment that Chelsea was um, talking about the All-Star game, and she made great points. I mean, not only are you only seeing the same pitcher likely once throughout the lineup, but you're getting that pitcher's best stuff. They're not holding back at all for, you know, trying to preserve their, their arm for four, five, six innings. It's one inning. So you're getting their best stuff uh, throughout that one inning. And so, yeah, you say that we're typically used to seeing a showcase type of game in the, you know, old pro ball, pro bowl, the NBA all-star game, things like that. Well, I would argue this is still a showcase, but for the pitchers because they're throwing their best stuff for one inning. So uh, yeah, I can't look towards the over in this one. Uh, Maybe the only way you could kind of talk yourself into that is that there are quite a few starting pitchers that are not pitching tonight uh, for the AL. Like, I mean, there's no McClanahan, um, there's no Valdez, no Gausman. So you're getting some of those pitchers that are the, the best of the best that are sitting out. No Tani tonight, at least pitching wise. So maybe that opens things up a little bit more for some more runs to be scored, but either way, I, I would have to side with the under. Yeah. No Kershaw on the national league side, obviously as well. So yeah, I, the, the under seems the way to lean. I like the first five total under as well because that gives me a little room to breathe if for some reason a closer comes in in the seventh for one of these teams uh, one of the few closers on either roster and you know gives up a three-run homer and all of a sudden we're talking about a 6-4 6-5 kind of game Um, it gives me that little bit of breathing room to lean in more on the actual starting pitchers tonight Garrett Cole and Zach Gallen who have been Garrett Cole's been Garrett Cole and Gallen's been um, un- unexpectedly fantastic this year, I think. I don't think anybody expected him to put up the kind of numbers he has. So I-, I lean a little bit more on those two guys to get me through, help me get me through the first five. It's at three and a half, but it's plus money, plus 104, and I like that. I think that's what you have to try and do is find those plus money spots. I mean, even though it's, yeah. it's not huge value, find a couple plus money bets and just go for it. I mean – that's not a terrible first five under. You're getting the best pitchers starting the game off, too. So, if anything, I think we would see maybe some, some more runs, more like in the fifth, sixth, seventh inning before those big-time closer names come in. Uh, so, right. first five under, I think that's, that's a uh, great look. I'm going to look towards the Nationals. I know that the, the American League has won the last nine, and it's not exactly great handicapping to say the Nationals are due – but I think that their position players are better than what we're seeing in the National League because there's no Mike Trout. There's no uh, Otani. Uh, at least I guess he is batting. No Aaron Judge. So I think some of the, the National League um, bats might be a little bit better tonight. So I'm going to take a flyer on them. I got them yesterday at plus money. It's now even or at least um, um, minus 110 on both sides. So you're not really getting a huge edge there. But – I like the National League to come through. You, you mentioned Otani. Um, without him worrying about pitching, without him having to think about that at all, I think that actually presents an opportunity. You talk about looking for plus money spots, and there's a parlay I found this morning. If, if I asked you if you thought Shohei Otani and Luisa Rise would both get a hit in this All-Star game, what would you say? I mean, give me a percentage oh, yeah. chance. 
Yeah, there you go. Uh, That's an I official say, percentage. Hell yeah is yeah, an official yeah is 100%. <laughs> so Otani yeah. and Arise, to both record hits in this game, you parlay those two together, it's plus 127 right now, the one spot I found it. So by all means, that's a, that's a perfect place to find plus money and count on something happening. Okay, we're parlaying it, so we've got to have a couple dominoes fall. But that's another one that I, I, I really like to, to maybe knock out of the way in the first, what, first two or three innings. Yeah, I might have to tell you on that. I like that one a ton. I looked into Otani's home runs just because of your point of not having to worry about the, the pitching at all. I can, mm-hmm. I can only find him to be the first home run hitter. And I don't want to take that. I don't, I mean, I don't hate that, but I I just want him to hit a home run at some point in the game and not the first one. Cause I mean, that's plus 750. You're getting great value there. Um, I also wonder if, if how says, do we know how his blister is affecting his hitting? I know it's pitching wise. He's taken some time. That's a good question. I would think getting a hit would be fine, but maybe, you know, hitting at 400 some, feet out of the ballpark might be a little bit tougher with that blister. So that's why I'm not, I'm not doing that. No, good call as well. I I think that's something to think about. And, and how, how many plate appearances does he see? If he gets up there, like you said, and that blister bothers him the first time out and he doesn't want to go back up because he, he doesn't want to risk anything else happening with it and risk being able to pitch next week. um, Then yeah, I mean, he he probably goes and says, Hey, skip, sorry. uh, I'm good. Uh, I had my one plate appearance. I gave the people what they wanted. I grounded out to short. Now I'm done. So that kind of flies back in the face of our thinking about Otani and arise, both recording a hit, but I'm I'm counting on him getting a couple of plate appearances and hopefully making the most out of them real quick. The lineups, uh, since they were posted late yesterday, American league is Marcus Simeon, Shohei Otani, Randy Arozarena, Corey Seager hitting cleanup, Yandy Diaz, Adelis Garcia, Austin Hayes, Josh Young, Jonah Heim. National League, Ronald Acuna Jr., Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez. So Dodgers, 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 two, three, four. And then Nolan Arenado, fifth. Luis Arise, sixth. Sean Murphy catching, batting seventh. Corbin Carroll, eighth. Orlando Arcia, ninth. I actually really like the bottom half of that, that five through eight run in that National League mm-hmm. lineup, Kate. Arenado, Arise, Murphy, Carroll. Like, I could see Corbin Carroll getting opportunities with multiple guys on base a couple times tonight if he sees two to three plate appearances. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus yeah, and as a rookie, this is his first All-Star game. He's got to be excited because sometimes you wonder, do these players really want to be there or are they just kind of mm-hmm. doing, you know, the I'm just here so I don't get fined. But Corbin Carroll, 
he's going to want to be here. This is exciting for him. And he's going to want to show think. up and show out. And especially with Ellie De La Cruz kind of on his heels for uh, NL Rookie of the Year. I know this right. won't like count within the voting of his performance in the All-Star game. But maybe he wants to make a little bit of a statement and um, perform well tonight. So, yeah, that... That might be one way to to bet things. I don't know. Live bet it. Wait till this part of the lineup comes up and 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 see kind of what the lines are there in terms of overs. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. We talked we talked about Adley Rushman a little bit at the beginning of the show. I mean, these young guys who are getting to experience this for the first time, this is huge for them. There's a big jolt of adrenaline, a big jolt of excitement. You know, if if you are the the Garrett Cole or the Nolan Arenado or you know, Corey Seager, you've been there before. You've done it a few times. It's kind of like, ho-hum, okay, let's play some ball. And for the Corbin Carrolls of the world, this is oh, this is huge. I'm in an all-star game, and I'm starting yeah. in that all-star game. Um, and look who, I'm, look who I'm standing in. I'm standing in the outfield with Mookie and Acuna. Like, I, this is a big moment. And that adrenaline starts to pump. Your heartbeat goes a little bit faster. And when you get that opportunity, he's plus 210, Corbin Carroll, to record an RBI. So while I don't think there's going to be a ton of runs scored tonight, I, I really do because of the guys especially who are in the lineup right in front of him, Arise and Murphy. I like the idea of Corbin Carroll getting to the plate with an opportunity to drive a run or two in. I don't hate that at all. You could also talk me into that one. I do also like a Rosarena at a home run. Like, just lost last night. 82 home runs, second most by any Derby participant ever. Does he want to, you know, come come in tonight and prove that he's a pretty good home run hitter still? Plus, he's very warmed up from yesterday. Um, right. Maybe that maybe that goes in the opposite direction, and he's sore and tired and exhausted and doesn't want to hit another home run. But after losing, I think I would want to personally go out there and try and crush a few just to make a little bit of. in the box and be like okay I was here last night and just did this like let, let's see if I can't find a pitch to drive and turn on it uh, so that's that's a really good point as well it's Becky Well Daily presented by BetMGM I'm Chris Mack she's Kate Constable we got you locked in for at least the next two and a half hours right up until noon eastern nine pacific you can listen to us live coast to coast on the BetQL network wherever you may be in the world on your Odyssey app A-U-D-A-C-Y download it today and watch the show at twitch.tv slash BetQL. As I mentioned, in 10 minutes, a little less than 10 minutes, we go off the board. Uh, the crazy news coming out of uh, Evanston, Illinois, and Northwestern. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald out as the head coach there. Uh, you've got a guy trying to pull, what I'm going to call pulling a Costanza. If you're a Seinfeld fan, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about and what's happening in Morgantown with Bob Huggins. And a big fan gets in big trouble. That's all coming up and off the board in about 10 minutes. But I asked Pete, a couple friends this, and, and I did a, a weekend show as well, asking people, Kate, what are your, some of your favorite All-Star Game memories? Like, this is kind of off the board as well. It's, it's early to go off the board. But, like, for me, I remember in particular, like, obviously it's not a good memory, but the one in extras in Milwaukee where Bud Selig just kind of threw up his hands and said, sorry, we're out of pitchers, no more baseball. Um, and then the good memories, like when I was, when I was a kid, they had an all-star game in Pittsburgh. I, 
I remember watching it because it was it was big in Pittsburgh because it, they dedicated a Roberto Clemente statue that year right outside of Three Rivers Stadium. Jim Leland wasn't the manager of the National League team because the Pirates stunk that year, but he was the third base coach, and he, he's waving Tony Gwynn home in the bottom of the ninth, I think it was, as Moises Alou had hit, the, hit a ball to the gap in left center and just watching Tony Gwynn. This is big Tony Gwynn now. Rest in peace. Uh, Big Tony Gwynn chugging around third base to come home, and he scores the game-winning run, and the place goes nuts. Um, That's probably my favorite All-Star game memory. I didn't know if you had any. Yeah, I have. I mean, just watching. Ken Griffey Jr. was my favorite player growing up, along with like pretty much the rest of the world, obviously. So watching him in All-Star games, I went to the 2014 Home Run Derby when it was in Minneapolis. Uh, I grew up in Minneapolis and was working there at the time. So I went to that one, which was just awesome. I, to be completely candid, like I know Cespedes won that year, I think. But other than that, I don't remember a whole lot of like, who did what, what were the big moments? Just being there in like the atmosphere is what I remember about that and how just cool it was to be in that setting. So much excitement around the field, at the bars around it, inside the field. So just being in that, that setting was a big wow moment for me, despite, you know, anything that happened actually on the field or, or hitting in that home run derby. Well, yeah, it's, it's one of the times baseball becomes more about the event rather than the game and the strategy yeah. and all that. Like when you get to October and you get to the biggest games, everybody's hanging on every pitch and wondering, okay, is he going to let this guy go, you know, go back out and start the seventh? Is he, is he going to, is he going to pinch hit a lefty uh, when, if they, if they try to come with a righty out of the pen in the eighth or whatever, you know, all the strategic moves that happen in baseball. That's what you're thinking about in October when it comes to mid-July and the All-Star Game and the Home Run Derby, we're just here to have a few pops and have a little bit of fun. And I think you're right. That's what it's all about. Cheesecake Constable, I'm Chris Mack. Yeah, exactly. Beers, hot dogs, and home <laughs> runs. Can we just – that's it. I'm going to go get beer, hot dogs, and home runs. And then we're going to go <laughs> off the board. That's next right here on Beck UL Daily.